Hey, you! Me? Yeah! It's me. You mean... Yeah. I'm the guy that stole your identity. I've been living as you for a week. <laughs> Come on, bring it in. Shh, it's okay, it's okay. Hi, old man. How do you even get up in the morning? Your life sucks! I know, I know. Come here. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> That's right. Just let it out. Have a good cry. Okay, that's enough. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello, Toddcasters, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got an amazing show for you this week. It really goes above and beyond. And it's good to be back to just kind of doing a regular show. It's been... We haven't done a regular episode of the Spoken Hot Toddcast since before Christmas. So it's nice to kind of get back into the loop of things. It's ironic, though, because this is the last episode until uh, mid-March. So, you know, we like to shake it up sometimes. What can I say? But anyway, welcome to the Spoken Hot Toddcast. This week, I have the supreme honor and privilege to sit down with someone who is making waves in the world, making news in the world for all the right reasons. As you'll hear in this interview, we talk about how it just seems like every time you get online or you turn on the TV, there is bad news wherever you go. I mean, the Russia-Ukraine situation, COVID continues to spread, misinformation continues to spread. You know, it's just, it's it's a weird world we live in right now. But every so often, you get a piece of good news that not only makes you smile, but warms your heart and realize that humanity is still alive and well. And I am getting to sit down with someone who is continuing that particular policy, a gentleman by the name of Dan Blevins. If you're not familiar with what he does, he is a part of an organization called TikTok Stand-In Families. And what they do is they provide family members, if you will, someone to stand in place for absent family members at LGBTQ plus events mostly weddings. That's, that's that's where it all got started. Let's say that someone in the LGBTQ community is getting married and their parent does not support this and doesn't come to the wedding. TikTok stand-in families will send a representative to be there for that person on their special day. And it's branched out to even more than just that. Over 30,000 people are a part of this organization, and Dan Blevins was one of the founders. He was one of the bricklayers of this amazing group. And to top it all off, he's from my hometown. This guy is not only putting an amazing spotlight on himself in this amazing group, but as well as Scott County, Tennessee. And that's something we can all get behind. So this week, I interview this amazing man about all the amazing things that he's doing and the future of the TikTok stand-in families. So sit back and enjoy that. Now, just like every interview I do, it's going to be chopped up into segments. So don't be surprised if it stops all of a sudden and you hear a sketch and then we come back to it. 
if this is your first time on, on the Smoking Hot Toddcast, that's how we do things. We do the interview gets chopped up into different segments, but the entire interview is there. So don't leave. You want to hear everything he's got to say because he's a great man, and I'm really proud to know him. So we've got our interview with Dan Blevins and some fun little knickknacks here and there. So let's not waste any more time. Here is an all new episode of. The Smoking Hot Podcast. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, The Smoking Hot Podcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Well, you know, in this world of just constant bad news, like you you can't look at anything without getting upset because the world just seems to be falling apart. Every so often you get this blossom of, of extremely good news. And to top it all off, it's extremely good news from A, Tennessee, and B, my hometown in Tennessee, too. That's two rarities you get in this world when you get good news. And it's made not just national news, but international news. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the TikTok stand-in families that help out LGBTQ plus people in need when they need family members at their weddings or whatever kind of you know venue that they're looking for where they would need family. And I'm talking to one of the head honchos. You, you've seen, you may have seen them all over, uh, you know, NBC News. You were on People Magazine magazine.com the today show here he is it's from oneida tennessee my hometown it's dan blevins welcome to the smoking hot podcast dan hello hello and thank you for having me you're very welcome so let's, let's get right into it uh you kind of went viral i guess towards the end of the year right or at the beginning beginning of this year is when it really took off in terms of people becoming aware of what was going on uh, yeah, it was in December when the USA Today article came out. Mm-hmm. And and the people people around the world started, you know, understanding what you were doing. And what, what really inspired you to, to start this? Um, it was inspired by a video that I did on TikTok, hence the name TikTok Standing Families. Um, and it was a video of me just offering my services as a dad willing to stand in at weddings for LGBTQ plus couples who didn't have that. And then the group kind of um, evolved from that to be more than just wedding um, stand-ins. We've got people, you know, that opened their homes for the holidays. Um, People just had to have somebody to talk to. And, and did you think it would explode into what it's become? Do you think, did you think it was going to be this big when you first got started with it? Uh, absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> no. It was kind no of- it's funny when I think about it now, like I, I kept hesitating, like, do I really want to deal with this kind of thing? You know, when starting a, a group and having to, to add me in that and, and do all these things, do I really want to take this on? And is I'm not one to halfway do anything. So I'm like, I knew in my mind, once I did it, I would be all the way in or nothing at all. So it took a lot of convincing me from, from friends on TikTok to organize this. And once it kind of took off, it was, you know, there's no looking back now. 
<laughs> right, right. And and this is and something very important is like you don't you don't get paid to do this at all. This is not your everyday job. No. No, it's not. It's completely it is absolutely not. Completely out of the goodness of your heart. And you started something that, according to the NBC article, now, of course, this was towards the beginning of the year, had 30,000 members across 60 countries. Now, is that still the number or has it grown even more since then? We're um, a little over 35,000 wow. and, sev- and 70 countries now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And yeah. it's just this thing that has taken off. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's wonderful news from our hometown like i said you rarely hear this from from oneida but you know right. but the fact that you have you've stepped out and and taken this huge role i mean how, how does it make you feel i mean are you are you humbled by it or you know do you feel like you're a hero what's your feeling towards this i'm a, i'm extremely humbled by it because i tell people all the time i just pushed a few buttons on facebook I could be sitting in that group by myself and no one would even notice. So without all the people that believed in the idea and came into the group and offered their support, it wouldn't be what it is today. So, you know, I just kind of pushed a button. Everybody else did all the work. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast. This may be one of the weirdest stories I've ever come across. This happened in January. A guy named Walt Hickox in Daytona Beach, Florida, which is kind of home away from home for my family, if you know us and and what we do. Anyway, he had a, a frightening experience with a bear back in January. Yeah, a bear just came right up and started attacking his poor dog. Just came right after him and was trying to eat it, but luckily Hickox was able to fight off the bear, but not before the bear started battling him as well. But the good news is no one was hurt, everybody was fine, and the bear ran off, and the bear is fine as well. But it got me to thinking though, because I mean, this that's a crazy story by itself, you know? That's something really scary. It's something we worry about all the time up here in the mountains, right? You know, you see bears in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, and everything like that. My parents see bears in their backyard. It is a really scary thing. But then you stop and think about it. This story came from Daytona Beach. Beach, okay? Not only is it weird because Daytona, like I said, is kind of my family's home away from home, but when have you ever heard a story about a bear attack in a beach area? That's, that's, I've never heard of that. Every time you go to the beach, you're always warned about riptides, jellyfish, and of course the main thing, sharks. Always telling you to be careful with sharks when you get in the water. Sharks are basically the bears of the sea, but I, I never realized that a, there were bears in beach areas. I, I guess there is, you know, because there's still some highly wooded areas out there too. So I guess maybe there would be some, but let alone a bear attack, you know, a bear that would get that close to land. So this story just threw me for a loop. I was so perplexed by it, but as these stories usually do, it got me to thinking, you know, there was a time when we here on dry land faced something similar to what Walter Hickox had to deal with. He had to deal with a bear in a beach area, and I remember in the mid-1970s, well I say I remember, I wasn't around in the mid-1970s, but I do know of a time in the mid-1970s where people on dry land had to deal with a land shark. And the weirdest thing was, the whole thing was perpetrated by actor and comedian Chevy Chase. I wonder what it would be like if someone ran into the land shark today. Nothing like a good long hike in the woods. So 
such a beautiful day for it, too. Sun is bright, not a cloud in the sky, birds chirping as if to say, Hello, lady person. Hope you have a great hike. We promise not to poop on you. Well, maybe a little bit. Okay, that got weird. The point is, it's a nice day. There's absolutely nothing that could spoil this wonderful day. Hmm, I've never seen anything like this before. There's a door in the middle of the woods. Why is this here? Oh, well. Um, yes? Mrs. Fowler, I'm sorry? Mrs. Johnson Murphy, can Canton Johnson Murphy. What? Plumber. Plumber? There are no pipes out here. Who is this? Telegram. It's 2022. Nobody gets telegrams anymore. I need to go. May I use your bathroom? Look, if you don't tell me who you are, I'm going to have to ask you to leave, even though I'm not at home. Um, you're, you're double parked. You know, you're, uh, you're blocking me in. I'm on a hike, bitch! I ain't got no car! Candy Graham. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? I love Candy Grahams. Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Any great, you know, thing revolves around the people, and so it's it's really amazing to see just how many people are out there willing to show mm-hmm. this much support. I mean, you know, it's it, it's it's help, but it's not like long term help. You're really just there, kind of as a friend or a shoulder to cry on during that time that somebody needs it most but it's amazing just how many people are out there that want to do that that want to help in that, in right. that scenario it's actually long term is um, it believe, yeah people are building relationships um ongoing relationships you know not not revolving around a wedding or you know an event they're actually building a family um and connecting and filling in those roles that they're missing in their lives. It's, and the fact that people want to do that is, is amazing. It really is. And so, so, I mean, there you go. It goes above and beyond. You're, you're creating this giant connection around the world that really hasn't been seen before, or if, if it had, it always been a secret. It's finally something that's out in the world and says, you know, we're, we're there for you and, and we, we hear you in your time of need. Right. Yeah. I was inspired to do the TikTok video that I, that inspired the group by Free Mom Hugs, which is uh, Sarah Cunningham. She was the founder of that. She and I have connected um, after the, in, um, the Today Show interview and I actually have a Zoom meeting with her later this week and we're going to work on a project together. So it's um, she's like a hero of mine. And so it's um, it's kind of come full circle for me it really um yeah um she inspired me and now we're friends and we're going to work together so i'm excited for that yes and that's incredible it's it's making those connections to like like i've been talking about create something that's so huge around the world and desperately needed because it's just it's just something that's ongoing uh, in terms of you know 
support. And, and that really leads to a big question. Do you ever think there'll, there, there'll be a day when parents all around the world can accept their child for who they are? I wish I could say yes, but um, I think it's going to get better. I don't know if it will be completely to where everybody accept their, accepts their child um, being LGBTQ plus, um, but it's better now than it was when I was a young when I was younger. So we have made progress, but we're just not all the way there. Um, the stories. Uh, for anybody that joins the group, the stories that we read in this group are absolutely heartbreaking. Um, and, you know, you just think about a parent not showing up to a wedding. That's one thing. We've got kids at 14 and 15 year old, 14 and 15 year olds being kicked out of their homes. They're living on the streets. Um, so that takes it to, you know, a whole new level. Um, they're literally fighting to survive. Um, so we've still got a long way to go. I don't know if we'll see that in our lifetime. It's That's the only way I can say that. <laughs> right. No, and you're right. It's a sad fact. It's just something that continues on and on. And, you know, even, you know, the Catholic church, it, 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 it probably will never say once and for all that they stand with LGBTQ, but it was nice to hear the Pope say, you know, don't abandon your children just because of the, you know, how, you know, who they are, accept them for who they are. But it was still so disheartening. It was to see people comment, well, the, the Pope better get right with God or whatever. And it's like, this, this is, he's supposed to be the direct representative and you're still not getting it. It's like, it's okay if, if you don't, understand it but you know don't abandon your family just because of who they are it just it doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and so it's it's still it's like you said there's still a long way to go and it's still so sad to see it happen but when you take when you take exactly humongous steps like this i mean i know that there's there's going to be peace eventually there's going to be Love, and I think that's—I mean—that's the main thing that we need uh, in mm-hmm. the near, in, in in the future. That's the only thing that's going to save us from everything that's going on right now is just love and understanding. Yeah. So you know, to see a group like this take that step, I mean, it's huge. Smoking hot podcast. <laughs> The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to the first Ollie Report of 2022. I'm Hot Toddy. It's good to be back. You know, we've had, we've done some other things these last couple of weeks, including celebrating eight years of The Ollie Report last week on The Ollie Report 8th Anniversary Spectacular. Of course, things got weird, but it's fine. No worries. We did the thing. And now on to the first Ollie Report of 2022. And not surprisingly, it's about one of the things that is dominating the news right now. The exciting event that took place this last Sunday, Super Bowl 56. We've got Ollie on the scene in LA with all the details, so let's not waste any time. For the first time in 2022 on the Ollie Report, please welcome Ollie. Ollie, hello, sir. I can't sound smart in this one, right? Right. Basket! 
All right, Ollie. Well, are you excited to be in Los Angeles? Yeah! I love L.A. Ma, 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 ma. Stop it! Stop! Stop! We'll have to pay money for that. Technically, aren't we supposed to pay money if we say Super Bowl? You mean Super Bowl? Yeah, Super Bowl. I don't think we have to worry about saying anything about the Super Bowl. We can say Super Bowl as much as we want Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. Okay, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I sure did, hot toddy. Well, that's fantastic. Let's get right into it. Since you are in L.A., have you spoken to anybody on the Rams team to get their reaction of this huge win for them in Super Bowl 56? Hey, man. The Super Bowl just happened. You want to go? You can probably get some tickets. Ollie, the, the, the super... Never mind. Have you spoken to Sean... <laughs> what, what even the hell was that? Have you spoken to Sean McVay, head coach of the Rams, uh, to get his reaction? I'm sure he's very excited. Not only being the youngest coach in the NFL, but to top it all off, he just won the Super Bowl. I mean, he's got to be ecstatic. Did you speak to him to get his reaction? I like football. You throw a ball around. I'd love to show you, but I'm real busy. Being in L.A. Have you ever been to Tower Records, hot toddy? Uh, no. I have. It was great. I was also on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I saw Cary Grant's star. I bent down to kiss it, but I had to clean it first. There was some dirt on it. Some dirt? Yeah, some dude said, watch this, ran over there, bent over, and when he left, there was something brown there. So I just sweeped it off, and then I kissed Cary Grant's star. <laughs> God. Just shut up. Shut up. Okay, well, uh, you have, have you spoken to anybody with the with with the Rams to get their reaction on the win? No. Okay, good. Well, have you spoken to anybody on the Cincinnati Bengals team? Of course, they. God, I'm okay. That one really threw me. Uh, have you spoken to anybody over on the other end there uh, to get their reaction on the loss? Of course, they they came in highly anticipated to win, uh, but unfortunately, they did not. Have you spoken to any of the Bengals representatives to get their reaction? I love the Bengals. Oh, they're your favorite? Yeah! There wasn't a day in my youth where I wasn't jamming out to Manic Monday. Just another Manic Monday! Station! Okay, so I'm, I'm going to take all of that as a no in terms of have you spoken to anybody with the with the bangles. Um, let's just get off the football kick and let's talk about uh, the halftime show. Of course, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, they absolutely dominated the show. That's what everybody's talking about. Have you spoken to any of their representatives to get their reaction on how the halftime show went? I was so bummed the Bengals didn't get to play. You know they're my favorite. Hashtag nuts. Yeah. Well, have you spoken to any naysayers? There were so many people online who were upset by the halftime show. Why, we're not real sure. Well, I think we have a pretty good idea as to why they are. Uh, but have you spoken to any naysayers to get their reaction on why they dislike this halftime show so much? Probably because the Bengals didn't perform. Walk like an Egyptian. Well... Looks like uh, another stellar report from you, Ollie. Uh, thank you for doing this. Um, you 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 screwed it up. I, I like I, I can't even really get mad at you right now because it's just it's just it's shocking, really. 
uh, over what you've done here. But uh, why should I be surprised? Why why wouldn't I expect anything else from you, Ollie? You know, there was another major incident going on in the world, the whole Russia-Ukraine thing, but I thought that was a little heavy for the Ollie Report. So I sent you out to L.A. to cover the Super Bowl because everybody would love some reports on the Super Bowl, get in on the whole action, how did everybody feel, what did they think, all of that. But no, you couldn't even do that. So here we are with another worthless report and you talking about the Bengals. You ever had Red Bull? I like that Red Bull. It gives you wings, man. Pretty lights, dude. I see sky and trees and buildings. <laughs> I'm sure you do, you nitwit. Well, thanks for nothing as always, Ollie. This has been a disaster. Could this report get any weirder? Putin's here. Vladimir Putin? What are you doing in LA? Oh, I had to get away. Things are weird at work right now. Um, isn't Russia like inches away from invading the Ukraine? Uh, maybe. I don't know anymore. One day we're on the border, the next day we are back at my office enjoying some delicious beef stroganoff. Well, okay, you've answered the question as to why you're not in Russia right now, but why are you here? Are you kidding? Did you see the Super Bowl? It was, as my dear, dear, dear friend Donald Trump would say, bigly each. Someone call my name? No! No! So you came here to watch the Super Bowl? Yes! Did you see that halftime show? Oh, I know, right? Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg killed it! Yes! And Mary J. Blige just looks sensational. She's such an amazing woman. She is, and it was so great to see 50 Cent. And Eminem stole this show. Where will we be in society without that man? I have no clue. SHUT UP! Holy God, I don't believe this. Ollie, you screwed up again. Our first report of 2022. And then, by happenstance, the guy that everyone in the world wants to talk to right now shows up. So I try to talk to him about his situation, and then he falls in line with the failure. Why do we keep doing this shit? Why? Why? I'm literally asking you, why? Well... Shut up, don't answer! I'm so done. So done! You know what? You guys continue talking about the Super Bowl. I've had it! Wait, wait. Hot toddy, why didn't you just say you want an interview? I can tell you everything that's going on between us and Ukraine, and how we, along with NATO, are finding a way through this process. Oh, wow. Thank you, I... I'm stunned, I... I don't know what to say. Don't say anything, just sit back and listen. Can do. Let's roll! Well, that's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. I, you made a point, you know, with religion. And from my experience with the people that I have worked with and that reach out to me, religion is almost always a determining factor when parents turn away from their kids. And I often wonder, you know, for most of them, they have this idea in their head that they're going to heaven. Uh, because of their beliefs and I'm always imagining them going to Jesus and saying you know I threw my kids away for you and him him turning his uh, turning away from them and saying I didn't ask you to do that right exactly (laughs) 
And it's, it's, and that's, that's what always gets to me. And, and people are realizing that more and more is you say that you're religious. You say that you love God, you love Jesus, but you're not really following their plan. You, you're following your version of their plan. It's not really what they're, because they want you to love everyone. And that's the whole point mm-hmm. of, of this group and of everything that's in the world is love. That's the number one thing. And so it's just, it's, it's disheartening to see right. that in 2022, we're still looking down the barrel of that, of just of, of hate. And, but, right. it, but that, like I said, this group is the step that we need. Cause I, my sister is LGBTQ. She came out to my, my parents, uh, gosh, three or four years ago, they were more, you know, than loving and, and understood and, and, and opened their arms and said, don't worry, you know, that we're not going to disown you in any way for that. And we, we, you know, nothing changed, right. nothing really changed. And I was like, you know, that that's the perfect example of why isn't everybody like that? You know, why can't, why can't, exactly. there, why can't there be love for the, you know, cause my, my mom was, was always, has always been supportive of my dad. It took him time to understand because I mean, so, mm-hmm. but he did when he, when he found out about my sister, he, he got right on board and that, that's all you, that's mm-hmm. all that you have to do. Even if you don't understand. If you really think about it, that's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the easiest thing for any parent to do is to just love their kids. Right. I don't understand why that is so hard. You know, I'm a parent. I've got two children. My, both of my kids are married and have families of their own. They make, they've made mistakes I don't agree with, but never once in my mind did I think, well, I'm never speaking to them again. Right. You know, I don't want them around me again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that mentality, I really, I think a lot of it is religious influence, honestly. Um, and that's me having religious family members, extended family that no longer speak to me. Right. Um, that was their decision, not mine. And, you know, that I just don't see how people think that is, you know, what Christ wants. I believe in God. I'm not a religious person, but I believe in God. Exactly. And, and, and that's, and, that's and your of- mother actually joined the group as well. Did she? I, you know, because I, I know she, like she I said, she did, yeah. I know she, she and I had a conversation. Really? I, she hadn't told me about that I, because I know she's a supporter of you as well, <laughs> but I was like, and she didn't tell me. We, we, we talked about you. She didn't even know I was interviewing her. So this will uh-huh. so be a big uh, excitement shock for her, too. But yeah, and she, yeah, she talks about you all the time. But yeah, she didn't tell me all about that, that you all had a conversation. What'd y'all talk about? If, if, if it's too personal. Uh, she was just, she just, re- she just reached out to me to let me know that she had joined the group and how much she appreciated it. Well, that's great. See, and that's what I'm talking about. It's just, it's the outreach and you never know who you'll find out there. It's, it's, right. you'd, be, you'd be surprised sometimes who's an ally. Mm-hmm. And right. it, yeah. And it, it's, you know, I, I guess at the end of the day, it's just, you will, you'll never know unless you ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things is, just seeing the amount of allies come together in one place is what is so beautiful about TikTok standing families. Mm -hmm. Because when someone comes in that group and they need someone to talk to, or they're, you know, something's happened and members will, will make a post, you know, and um, the within seconds of that post being approved, there are people in the comments, they're reacting to the post they're asking, can they DM them to have a private conversation? So 
anybody that needs support can find it there for whatever they need support for. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Was there a groundhog saint at some point? There's a saint for animals, Saint um, Francis of Assisi. I think. Yes, there you go. Uh, yeah, I was like Saint. I was thinking Frank, and I'm like, it's yeah, not Frank. Saint Francis of yeah. Yeah. Saint uh, P- Puxitani. So I mean, he takes care of yeah Puxitani, and mm-hmm. he died right before Groundhog. Okay, Groundhog but to be fair, he was like 18. I know, but that doesn't fare well. Groundhogs you? usually don't live longer than like six years. I mean, that's amazing. It was like I was raising that groundhog. But what if you told kids like the day before Christmas, hey, Santa died <laughs> or the Easter bunny died? Well, I mean, the good news about the groundhog is just get another one. <laughs> so you don't true. even have to tell the kids. That's true. And and random fact, Toddy. Yeah. Now, here's a stump Toddy question. Okay. True or false? Yeah. Can you legally buy groundhogs as pets in the state of Tennessee? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like, I, why? I don't know the rule behind it, but I'm sh- I, that that sounds like something we totally do. Why would... Why would we I found a we burn we burn buy one. We burn books. You're going to buy a groundhog. And then we yes. buy a groundhog. That's what we do here in Tennessee. Um, I want to live stream my own uh, Groundhog Day You should do that next festivities. year. So, like... You come out of your hole in a Can diaper. Can you own raccoons too? Because I know that Probably. some places. That's you my can... next expense. Yeah. Those are evil. Yeah, they, they are. You can domesticate them. No, even when they're evil. <laughs> my uncle. Um, Cats are evil too. When you think about my it. My dad's best friend that we called an uncle. Yeah. He's a, a bit of a red, a big redneck. A um, redneck. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, he is. But he had a raccoon pet. Yeah. That was, like. It would just hiss at you and scratch, and like it just was never, never a nice friend. Oh my god! It was nice to him and only him. Well, yeah, of course. So, like when we would go over, it'd have to go in the cat kennel. <laughs> uh, I love that there's a cat kennel for the for the raccoon. Yeah, but it had thumbs and stuff, so it was always like one step away from figuring out how to get out of that cat kennel. I love their hands; they're like this. And I was like, it's gonna, it's gonna come. It's gonna, it's gonna oh. rip my face off. Uh, Valentine's Day, speaking. Like of you which. would look at it, and it would be. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It was, oh, it was terrifying. Well, and they got rabies and crap. Like, why would well, you keep Well, not the domesticated one Well, not the one domesticated one, but still, th- those suckers can hurt. Uh, and then we have raccoons that come to our house that are afraid of nothing. Nothing. Are they dumpster dwellers? They're cat food dwellers. Oh, well, that'll do it right there, yeah. And they're s- so round and plump. <laughs> they, they've been doing this for a while, yeah. Yeah, and, and like... Because we feed Inky, the outdoor cat that won't come in for us. Right. And so she lives on our porch, which, you know, cool. Sure. Yeah. She gave us Draven and Hermione, so she gave us our babies. There you go. Um, And we feed her very well and take care of her. But the raccoons will come in and eat her dry food at night. And Inky is totally fine with this because she gets canned food at night. So she's like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But you will like chase it off the porch after like you can't just bang on the window and say go go like you have to actually go out step towards it right and it will run off the porch but then watch you and wait for you to shut the door <laughs> like it won't leave the area of the food <laughs> it's just waiting for you to give up it knows Sheila it knows and so I have shot one of them with a um, oh paint my, gun oh my god a okay paint gun, paint gun yeah. yeah no 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 I'm not gonna kill it for that <laughs> no. take it out I'm I'm not an uh, animal hitman, <laughs> but I, 
because and the paintballs they I'm sure hurt, but they're no way deadly. They're not. Yeah. I even got the kind that has like the non toxic paint in it. Oh, well, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I was really really considerate of it, but Wait like, a minute. there's paint gun, there's paintball guns that have toxic paint in them. So when people shoot those guns, they I mean, could well, die like, of toxic paint. Well, I guess if you eat it, but um, <laughs> but it should like, be on your skin. But they, but they didn't say. These ones specifically said non-toxic. Yeah. Other ones might still be non-toxic and oh, not promote well, it. Okay. But I got the ones that did. Okay. So they were. All right. And All I've right. shot the the biggest one, like. King Gizzard Lizard. This, it's a huge raccoon. Yeah. And I got it right in the butt. Oh. And it ran away for like one night. Yeah, yeah. It's still hanging around. It, and now it comes back. Now it comes back. And I'm just like, get get the gun, get the gun. <laughs> And so, like... Is it like a sand people scenario where they come back in greater numbers? That's right. Raccoons are easily startled, but they will be back and in greater numbers. No, there's three. (laughs) It's the three stooges. There's three. And they live somewhere nearby. Yeah. And they just come constantly to my house. (laughs) Because it's the same three. You're the place... Your house is the place to be. It's got the best garbage. I think some mom... No, the the best cat food is what it's got. Because they don't get in the garbage, so I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. But there's like... There's like the big daddy... I mean, he said, like, he has to kind of, like, roll, because I have two steps that go up and down. He has to kind of, like, roll off the porch, because he's so rotund. (laughs) And then there's, like, the mama, She's she's curvy. Yeah, she's curvy in all of the right places. Yeah, like she can at least get up and off the porch without rolling. Okay, there's that. Yeah. And then there's like this smaller one, which I'm I'm calling the baby, and it's just like an average size raccoon. But because the other two are so ginormous in comparison, this one looks like a baby. Listen, the the family that robs together stays together. It, it, but they're best friends, apparently. Yeah, they know what's going on. They, they know don't what's even up. fight. <laughs> They just get around the food dish and like just like put their little hands in like all together eating. And your cat's like, hey, where you been? Come on in. Yeah. She's just like, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. And like the only time she gets an attitude is if they like look at her her wet food. She's like, oh, now wet food, yeah. She'll smack them in the head for that, and they'll they'll leave her alone. But listen, Teeps, the cat wouldn't put up with that. She'd be she she gets some ass if somebody tried to get her food. But the dry food, she's like, yeah, I get that in the morning. Yeah. I eat it through the day. It's fine. You it, can you have, can it, have now. it now. I'll get some more tomorrow. T- touch my wet food, and it's on. And you're gonna lose a finger. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I gotta say. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. You're gonna pull back a nub. But I mean, Sniffs. they're they're so. <laughs> Sniff. They're so brave. They are. I don't understand. They are. Uh, but right. what, what? This is this is the entertainment value of this show. This is this this is what you get. This is quality entertainment. You get the point where Sheila's brain starts eating itself, and her brain starts thinking about the big rac- raccoon. That's. But those are the, the best shows. Slowly pulling off the porch. Hello, this is President Barack Obama, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Podcast. And that was authentic. I promise. It's it's just it's a beautiful thing, and it, and it just keeps growing and growing, and and of course you talked about your next project, but what what's what's the next big overall goal now? Um, next, we uh, right now we have a website and an app in the works. Um, the plan is to I I haven't really thought about keeping the group on Facebook, but we're going to move to our own platform because Facebook excludes a lot of people. Yes. Because a lot of people do not want to be on Facebook. 
So that will open up the group to even more people who need our, our assistance and people who want to help. Um, a nonprofit is probably in the future for maybe later in the year. Uh, we're, we've got a name change coming with the, with the website and the app. Um, I don't want any legal, legal issues with TikTok, so we're going to drop TikTok from the name. Um, but as of right now, those, I think those are probably the biggest things that are coming up. And it's just going above and beyond and the world is changing in, in such a great way. And right. one of the main people we have to thank is right here on the computer. It's Dan <laughs> Blevins, one of the nicest guys. First, and first of all, I have to say you have two, ch- two children that are married and have children and children of their own. I, I don't mm-hmm. believe that. I don't believe that. Cause you, you look like you're about my, <laughs> age. I'm 32. You look like you're my age. I don't know how that, how that works that you have two children grown already and married with kids. I don't understand that. I'm, I'm 45. Stop. No way that you don't look 45. Yeah. Well, well, you're doing, I, I was a very young father. So, <laughs> well, that, ha- well, that happened, but I mean, at 45, you still look amazing. So that's all that matters. But, uh, well, well, thank you. You're very welcome. Well, keep on keeping on. You're doing an amazing job. Dan Blevins, TikTok Standing Families. Go follow them on TikTok and keep up with everything they're doing so that you can keep up. And if you want to help, reach out to him. Check them out on Facebook and on TikTok. Dan, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We've been talking to Dan Blevins on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! You know, as kids, we do stupid things or bring stupid things to school, and you know what happens? The teacher would confiscate them from us, but usually we'd get them back at the end of the day, end of the week, or something like that. Uh, but not in Japan. I don't know if the punishment is stricter over there, but regardless, a dude in school got something confiscated by his teacher, and he never got it back. Over 40 years later, it's more like 50, this now 63-year-old man and his girlfriend decided, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go break into the school and get back that item because it should still be around, right? Right? Well, in his brain, yeah, he thought it was going to be there. So he and his girlfriend snuck into his old school. Again, he's 63 years old. Snuck into his old school, and he and his girlfriend started hatching out a plan in one of the staff rooms. Fortunately, an employee showed up, overheard them talking, and called the police, and they were promptly arrested. But what goes through one's mind to think that something that they lost when they were a kid would still be in the exact same spot it was in uh, half a century later? I mean, granted, you know, like a time capsule type thing sure or in if you're in your own parents house maybe they put something in one place it stayed there forever but we're talking about a school i'm pretty sure they cleaned out their desk a couple of times i i don't know i, I don't know what was going through that guy's mind regardless he tried he failed and that's the story but you know me i love to think out these scenarios i wonder what it was like while he was hatching out this devious plan Okay, so what's the plan? Okay, so we're gonna break into the school, right? Right. Then I'm gonna get the thing. Got it. Let's roll. Dun 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 dun. 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 Dun 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 dun
Come on, we can go through the window. We oui, wait, oui, monsieur. No, I'm good. I went before we came. Dun 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 plotting this like super loudly dun 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 yeah i've already called the police boy we need a distraction you said it ladies and gentlemen the dillards Fleming from Good Mythical Morning, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Spoken Hot Podcast. In case you didn't notice, through most of this interview, I was giddy as all get out because I love Dan Blevins. I what he do, what he's doing is not just inspirational for the LGBTQ plus community. It's inspirational to all of us. It's like I said at the top of the show. It it proves that humanity is still a thing. It's still out there. There's people who get along and want to help others and not yelling at each other for nonsense. You know, it's it's really, uh, it goes beyond being a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I cannot thank Dan enough for being on the show this week uh, and, you know, not just representing the LGBT community as he's doing, but also representing Scott County and Tennessee as a whole. I mean, like I said, right? 
Tennessee has had a bad rap here recently. We're banning books, we're burning books, and all this horrible crap. But Dan's coming in hot with helping others who are in need. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's beyond a beautiful thing. So thank you so much to Dan Blevins for joining us this week on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Uh, you can follow him on TikTok at the underscore zombie underscore Dan. And of course, make sure you follow TikTok Stand in Families on Facebook. If you are in need of someone in your life, whether it be for a wedding or a special event or just somebody to talk to, TikTok Stand in Families is there to help. Over 35,000 representatives are there for you if you need help. And if you are looking to help others, you can join in that capacity as well and be a counselor or be a parent, be whatever you can be for people in need. It's like I said, it's an amazing organization, and I'm so proud of Dan for doing everything he's doing. So go check out TikTok Standing Families on Facebook. And with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. We're going to take a couple weeks off, but we'll be back with all new episodes on March 10th. March 10th, so pencil that in. Until then, you can follow me on all social media at Smoking Hot Toddy on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Toddy Hot on Instagram. In order to keep up with all new episodes of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, you can check out the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud, as well as the Smoking Hot Toddcast pages on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the all-new Quad Pod, and wherever better podcasts can be found. And of course, the parent company of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, Super Fuzz Productions. Go check out our YouTube page. We have tons of other shows over there, including Get Real, Let Me Tell You, Stump Hot Toddy, and more. And of course, make sure you follow the Twitter page of Superfuzz Productions at Superfuzz Videos. You can also follow some of the Toddcast team on social media. We'll begin with Twitter, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Cav Summit, and Miranda at The Miranda Joe. On Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Janelle Marino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Cav Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. And on TikTok, Miss Pingrino at BabyJ0831, Doc Summit at Cav Summit, and Miranda at Miranda. Panda. Until March 10th, this is Hot Toddy saying, show some love for Dan Blevins, show some love for TikTok stand-in families, and show some love to the LGBTQ plus community. We are your allies, and we love you. See you next time.